Lewis. And I'm Emjem. And we've had our fair share of absolute disasters when it comes to the male species, love and relationships. You name it and one of us has probably experienced it. So if you want to hear about some hilarious sex stories, failed situationships with a dash of heated debate, welcome, welcome to, to the, the Ho-Face! Ho-face. Hi everyone! Hello everybody! Yeah! Hi! Hiya! Hi! Hiya love! Oh my god, hi! Hi! How have you been? I'm alright, how are you? Yeah, I'm alright. Yeah! It is episode eight! Eight! Oh my, I had to think. Yeah. Episode eight. We've been doing this for like eight solid weeks. Wow. I'm so proud of us. That's like the most commitment I've had in a long time. Two months of solid pod recording yeah commitment commitment something i'm not used to you're used to it with other people though just not with men just not with men that's <laughs> what i was getting at oh, right. <laughs> i see i didn't get that <laughs> I, get I feel that like way. we're on one today like i'm trying to be funny and emma's like i don't get it <laughs> <laughs> but emma has got a big reveal haven't have- you drum roll please Lois. <laughs> merch well no we don't we don't have merch <laughs> it's not official merch it is it's just i got it for galentine's for mgem it says do you even listen to the ho phase if you don't what are you doing what are you doing i wore it to the gym the other day did anyone ask yeah so i put it on in the staff room and my big boss manager and other big boss mm-hmm. were sat having a meeting mm-hmm. so i go into a little cubby hole get changed i've got this top on and he goes uh, uh, Emma, what does your top say? And I go, it says, do you even listen to the ho phase? And he says, do I want to ask? And I was like, well, it's mine and my housemate's podcast. And then they both went, wait, you've got a podcast? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, what's it called? I was like, the, the ho phase. And, and then he went, do, right, do we want to listen to it? I was like, well, I thought about it. So I went, well, yeah, I don't mind. And then I thought about it. And I went, no, 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 actually, as managers, don't listen to it. As friends, yeah. And then one of the other girls at work was like, what did your top say? So, yeah, I'm going to wear it to my other gym. See if anybody says anything. They better. They probably will. Spent some good money on that. It's a, it's a lovely top. It's great, isn't it? Took yeah, a while to come. to the Huffies. You went to London the other day. Oh, I did, yes. And you met <gasps> the one and only Miss Claudia Winkleman. I really did. Can you please divulge? So, of course, I can. So, went to London for an audition, get cut. It's about three o'clock. I go, all right, cool. I'm just going to mooch around London. I go to Blank Street. The pistachio latte that I had. You are a pistachio queen. Oh, I really am. And it was honestly... Delicioso. And I go to Victoria. I go for a wee. And there are loads of like cameras everywhere. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? I'm walking and I look up. And who is to my right but the iconic fringe herself, Claudia Winkleman? She stood on like a platform with a piano on it. So I'm like walking around, like, what the fuck is going on? Trying to walk around to get a picture of her. 
I then realised that she's filming for the season two of The Piano, which is a Channel 4, like, competition thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm stood next to this lovely, lovely man who says, oh, I love this TV programme. I was like, I've never watched it. Mm. So I don't don't know what it is. Claudia is doing an interview with the first contestant. And I'm like, oh, I'll I'll stick around. Hopefully might be able to get chatting to her. This guy starts playing the piano. The most beautiful, angelic, operatic voice comes out of this boy. And I was like, choke me up a little bit. I've got a tear to my eye. Then the second guy comes out. He's like a hip-hop pianist. Really, really, really fucking cool. Then one of the producers comes over to me and says, you have been caught on one of the cameras. We just need you to sign a consent form to say that we can use the footage that you're in. Yeah. I was like, yeah, absolutely fine. No problem. So they fill out the thing, take a picture of me. I've got my headphones around my neck. I've got my coat zipped up, backpack (laughs) on. I'm like, I'm not, I wasn't prepared. It's giving Dora the Explorer. No, it actually is. It's kind of embarrassing, but you know what? It is what it is. The last contestant that I managed to see was this 19-year-old boy had the longest interview by out by far out of all of them. Mm-hmm. I think Claudia quite liked him. I am looking at her and everybody had like snuck around to take like selfies with her. Not like swarming round her, but like whilst the, the pianists were playing, they'd like gone up to her and said, oh, can I have a selfie with you? Like just like a casual thing. So I run over and I am stood next to her. She's So Lois is the contestant's mum. I am me. Claudia's here, in the middle of in the middle of us, and I'm looking at her. I'm like, oh, I'm stuck next to Claudia. We got me, and I'm like trying to find the right opportunity to ask for a selfie. Her bodyguard is stood to the left of me, and he says, "Look, you will be able to get your selfie. I'll make I'll make sure of it. Do you mind just like waiting?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, fine." I go to move out the way. He goes, "No, no, no, stay there." So I'm stood next to Claudia Winkleman. For about 10 minutes. And I'm I'm just stood stood next to her. I, I don't speak to her. I don't say anything to her because what the hell do you say? You know? After the interview thing had been done with the contestant, this guy cuts in front of me and takes a, uh, like a video with her for his wife. And then the bodyguard goes, okay, now you can have a selfie. So <laughs> I had a selfie with her and I went, Claudia. And she went, yes, my dear. I was like, can I please have a selfie? And she was like, of course you can. You've waited so patiently. I was like, so I took a selfie with her. And I was like, thank you so much. And she went, thank you. And like, give me a nose scrunch. I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. Contestant finishes. She walks back over. I'm then speaking to the contestant's mum. I'm just saying how talented he is. And the fact that, you know, he'd like, he fractured his foot back in September. So he'd been on like a journey for a solid time. So watch out for on the telly. On telly box. I don't box. say anything. I'm literally just stood, but you know, you'll know it's fucking me. I've got bright, bright yellow bag on, green coat, red air, red air. You can't fucking miss me, really. I wish I had a really cool story for you all, but I don't because I've done big fat fuck all. Well, we have done something. We booked Slovenia. We, yeah, that wasn't what I was on about, but yes, oh, we booked Slovenia. We booked Slovenia. So we're going. On our Yolly Bobs. On the Yolly Bobs. To go and see our friends get married. So what did you want to say that we'd done? I wanted to say that we'd watched Love is Blind. <laughs> Completely <Yes>. different. <laughs> We've watched yeah. Love is Blind. New season. I 
love that show. So do I. It's so messy and almost trashy. Yeah. I just, I just love, love it. it. The drama. I hate Jimmy. Hate, 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 passion. I can't tell you what it is about him. It's just, he just Yeah, he just gives me bad vibes. Not I nice. don't like Chelsea either. I think she is needy, insecure. I can't put my finger on why I don't what it is about Chelsea. She needs to go to therapy. She's really insecure. Yeah. We need to talk about Jeremy and Laura and the Sarah Ann love triangle. <gasps> oh, they're scandalous. So scandalous. Yep. I really loved Jeremy. Me too. I hate him now. I don't know if I hate him because we still don't really know what's happened. From what I've seen on Twitter and things that have come out since, since. the episode aired. Oh. It's not looking good, breath. Oh, no. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Shit. 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 I like him. I liked him. He, him and Laura were my favourites. Yeah. But it's as soon as he said, I need to see Sarah Ann, like it's not closed off, I was like, fuck's sake. And Kenneth and Brittany, what the fuck was Kenneth Ugh. doing? Please. It's a shame. I know. As soon as they got off of the holiday, that was it. The chemistry was gone. He was on his phone, yeah. didn't pay her any attention, was so quick to end it. Yeah. And just went on his phone while she was sobbing got his stuff and left yeah not like, cool he's he's 25 though isn't he so well he was 25 at the time of filming yeah and i think she was a bit older yeah i think she was like 28 going for younger people nine times out of ten it doesn't work out because they don't have the emotional maturity that you're looking for no and it's always the younger men on these shows. I say younger because they're like 25 and they're going on the show mm. to get married. Like, great. But then when it comes to the actual reality of getting married, they don't do it. The idea of them being on television is more ideal to them than actually meeting a woman well, and getting for, married. For Ken, though, he's a he's a high school principal, so I don't. I I genuinely I genuinely think that he just got off the plane and, and went back into oh, this is my reality, not yeah. thinking about the fact that he's got somebody else to attend to. Mm-hmm. And I, I I think that's where it went wrong. Yeah. I don't necessarily think he wasn't ready for it because I do. I actually genuinely think he was. Yeah. But I think he reality re- hit him yeah, hard reali- in the face yeah. when he got back, and he was like, "Maybe I just I'm, can't do this right now." Yeah, I'm not ready for it right now. It's time for Alexa play careless whisper. <laughs> This week's mm. Alexa Play Careless Whisper yes. topic yes. is sex in public places. Ah, yes. Just disclaimer before we carry on. Having sex in public is illegal. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> so we are not saying you should do it. However, this is just our opinion on 
the the act being performed out in the open. I've never done it like out in, in the open. Out in the open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And never. Oh no, I have done it in broad daylight. That's such a lie. <laughs> I was going to say, normally it's at night, but there has been the odd instance where it's been in the middle of the afternoon. I, (laughs) during COVID, yes, this was my go-to. It was the only way. Yeah. I'm sorry. uh, If you say, oh, I've never had sex in a car. You're lying. You're lying. You are lying. Because we did, how many years? Two years? Yeah. Two years in a pandemic. You are lying. Lying. And if you haven't had sex out in the open, what are you doing? The risk ah, is so, so exciting. What I will say is, I, like I said, I am not an advocate for having sex in public because it is illegal. I didn't know it was illegal, so don't come at me. Yeah. I not, must say, I not... haven't done it in a long, long, long time. Oh, neither time. have I. It's been about two and a half years since yeah. I last had sex it's out been... in the open. I've got a bed upstairs in my own house That's now. Yeah, that's the thing. And going back to the whole COVID thing, how were you to do a hoe phase? Exactly. How were you to do it? How were you to shag about? You couldn't. No. I mean, not that, I mean, personally, I didn't want to because you didn't know where people had been. Yeah. And with it being at the height, that it was like August time when everything started like opening up, wasn't it? August mm. of 2020. Yeah. That was like the moment of like, oh, maybe, maybe we will venture out. Maybe we will do this. Like mm. you were the same because you'd just broken up with your like ex, hadn't you? Yeah, but I have a story about that too. Oh, do you? Really? If he ever hears this, he's going to fucking murder me. Well, do you know what I say to that? Grow up. It happened oh, we four don't years speak ago. anymore. It doesn't matter, does yeah. it? So, like August time of 2020, I would say is when you know the whole dating thing was going on. I yeah. I was on Tinder at the time, and the guy that I was seeing, we were serial car sexes, mm-hmm. and you were also a serial car shag. I was a serial shag anything that moved. Yeah, and I have no regrets. No, because I managed to get all of my sexual frustration out yeah in my early ho phase years because mm-hmm. now i'm just like i've done it i don't want to do it again yeah i want a nice loving man to cuddle me at night oh that's nice i feel like every episode has just been either lois saying how she's been poorly or us... I'm, I'm not poorly oh, she's not poorly anymore Yay! this is the first week i've um, not been ill <laughs> and also us going lois your man will come. <laughs> we just, I just, it's it's just turned into Lois complaining, basically. <laughs> I mean, what else are podcasts for? <laughs> I kept this story very under wraps because of the nature of my ex-boyfriend's profession. <gasps> oh, of course, of course. Okay. Our one-year anniversary was on the twenty-second of March. We'd just gone into, into lockdown, twenty-twenty, we? and we that was the day. We went into lockdown. It was Mother's Day. Yeah. It was a Sunday. And everything went shut down mm. on that Sunday evening. As of Monday, nothing was open. You had to stay home. <laughs> We'd booked to go out on the Sunday for our anniversary and for Mother's Day. Right. So we were going out with his 
parents, I'd started to feel poorly on the Wednesday before. Mm. So I said, I'm going into isolation. I'm really sorry, I can't make Sunday. Mm. And it meant I got to spend it with my mum as well. Yeah. He kicked off at me. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to see how I am on Sunday. Yeah. And then I said on Sunday, I'm not coming. Yeah. And then it wasn't announced till 6pm on the Sunday that we were going into isolation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd missed that anyway. That's the reason he kicked off. Obviously, we could then go on walks, like, come, like, end of April, May time. Yeah. We were going on walks and we'd go into the woods, literally, like, on the back of his house mm. onto, like, these off tracks. Mm. And he knows these woods. He walks them all the time with the dog. And he knows no one really comes down there. So he was like, we'll just go up here. And he would literally like pin me up against a tree. <laughs> In broad daylight! In broad <gasps> bastard daylight. Oh my God. Because obviously like we'd not had sex for like, what, three months? Yeah. So as soon as that, like we got to see each other and we were mm. alone, that was it. Like mm. there wasn't, like we couldn't keep our hands off each other kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was weird the first meeting after not seeing him like mm. in person for three months. Like I didn't yeah. know how to act. It was it was like I was Odd. meeting him all over again. Yeah. It was really strange. As we started like doing it more often, it just kind of got less and less exciting. Mm. Because at first I was like, oh my God, I'm having sex in the woods. <laughs> and there was one time like we like had sex in my car literally two meters away from Mm. his house so that was all exciting Mm. until it wore off and then obviously the whole um i want to go on a break oh yeah and i was like i want to go on a break for three weeks for exactly three he went i think we should have a break for three weeks but we can see other people and i was like uh what Mm. Turns out it's because he was actually seeing, seeing somebody else. <laughs> so after like a week and a half, I mm. I ended it. Yeah. So yeah, and they're still together. It's a pivotal point in my whole phase. It is. Yeah. That was your experience in having sex in the woods. Yes, it was. <laughs> my first experience of having yes. sex in the woods. So the first time I had sex in public was with the guy whom I'd hooked up with. And he picked me up from your house. Do you remember? Yes. So oh my I'd god! I out... really had to think. Yeah. Then. So I'd been out in Sheffield. Yes. And he, I'd gone to Lois's house because I was staying with you at the time, wasn't you I? Were. And he was purely taking me back to my house. He had his friend in car. Yeah. Dropped his friend off, and then took me took me to my house. And then it was like, right, okay, um, see you later. And then we kissed for the first time, and then we were like, right, that's it. We're gonna we've got to fucking go find somewhere. Neither of us had ever had sex in a car. Like, ever. I thought you were about to say, neither of us have ever had sex. And I was uh, like, that's uh, a lie. lie. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we both went and found this spot. Had started performing the act in the car. I get on top of him in the driver's seat. And my ass hits the car horn. It's 3am in the morning, might I add. Oh my so I honk the horn at 3am. And... We're like, right, let's get in the back. So we're getting in the back. And when I tell you that I really wish it wasn't illegal because sex in the car 
It's just like... Was you the person who told me to roll the seat down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That worked wonders for me. Uh That changed the game. It does. So, that happened with him. Me and current Bruno have also had sex in the car. Bear in mind, we've been together whilst every... Like, there was no... There's no excuse as to why we had sex in the car. We just... You have never told me this. Bruno just went, I really want to have sex in a car. I was like, okay, let's go do it then. Where did you go? We went around the corner from my house. I think you might have texted me, actually. Mm. being. I know you definitely did know about it. Because you texted me being like, "What? why are you and Bruno parked up? Like, what are you doing? Yes, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you texted me back saying... Yeah. We were just having a chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lol. She we was shagging. We were shagging. We shagged in the car. That's so funny. Like, literally 18 months into our relationship. What a sleigh. Hilarious. So, yeah. Both done it. Yeah. It's fun. It is fun, but... Illegal. For, for, for <laughs> legal purposes, don't, don't do, do it. it. So, that was Alexa Play Careless Whisper. Yeah. So, basically, it's illegal, but fun. It's like most things that are illegal, actually. Yes, definitely. Don't do drugs. Drink alcohol and have sex in the woods. That's my advice. Slay. It's time for the listener stories. stories. Yeah. Thanks for sending them in. Keep them coming. We need your wonderful stories. Yes. So, I had a response from the girl who went down to London (gasps) off the dick pic. Oh, okay. I basically went back to her and I was like, have you got anything more to add? She replied, I don't really remember much. I've blocked out and forgotten a lot of my stories with my ex. All I remember is that I was out here risking my life for love and dick and nothing was going to stop me from going down for those business meetings. Business meetings? She refers to her hookups that she had during, funnily enough, during COVID. That's funny. As business meetings. Hilarious. So her and her ex-boyfriend would book a hotel. And they would say it would be for business purposes. You know mm-hmm. how you have to say on like stuff that is for like business or for leisure. Mm-hmm. So they used to book it out for business. So uh, she then goes on to say, I'm sure while I was at our old job, I went three to four times, breaking every lockdown restriction in place. My phase was during eat out to help out because he was really eating out. And I was being helped. Oh my God, what a sleigh. The next story. It's a very long email. So I'm going to try my best. Hi girls. Me and my fiance, we need your assistance. We both are in our 20s from the UK. Okay. My partner has this really weird fetish to do with bellies and belly buttons. Okay. She especially has a fetish for my particular belly button, where basically this person has an outie okay. belly button. Now, I don't know why I was born with a pokey out belly button. I can tell you why. It's where your umbilical cord's cut, isn't it? Yeah, I don't have one, but my sister does. I've got an innie. I've got an innie. My sister has an outie. Mm. We're, from um, the same, we're from the same parents. It's, it's just to do with your umbilical yeah, cord, exactly. isn't it? Anyway, 
She wants to tease his, mess around with it and play with it in different ways, especially with her, like, mouth. Okay. So she, like, wants to, like, kiss it, like, poke it, like, do things with it. Okay. That's not weird. It's. I don't think it's weird either. It's It's a fetish that this person, like, his fiance has got. Yeah, but if someone kissed like in and around my belly button, it wouldn't. No, scare um, me off. but this. But I think that's what he's trying to get at. I think he doesn't necessarily like it, but he doesn't want. He doesn't right. know what to say. Okay, to okay. She wants to play with food and right. eat things and like suck things off of this person's belly. I want this to fully work out with her. With her inside and outside of the bedroom. But my skin is extremely sensitive to touch. They're basically ticklish. He's also self-conscious over having the particular belly button that he has. He wants to know how to get over this hypersensitivity, ticklishness, self-consciousness. And he wants to learn to love himself and his Mm -hmm. own tummy. And he wants advice on how to have the conversation with his fiance. Because he doesn't want her to hate him. Or take things the wrong way by thinking, I don't want her showing her love and pleasure to me or my body. Or thinking, I don't want her touching me. Because that's not the case. I want all of that to happen. This person has, hasn't shown their like torso to any ex-partner because of how self-conscious they are. Okay. The only reason that his current partner has seen it is because of how comfortable he is around her. Right, okay. So... He wants to know things she could try to help him get over the ticklishness and the self-consciousness and to help him get confident because he's up for trying all the things that she wants to do. That's a conversation you've got to have with your partner. Yeah, like as much as we appreciate coming, you coming to us for advice, we're like the wrong people to ask because neither of us have a belly button fetish that I know of. You don't, do you? (laughs) Uh, there's no shame in having those particular things, but if you aren't comfortable with it and your partner is like wanting to gain that and wanting to share that experience with you, you need to be completely honest with, with her, especially as like, she's your fiance, you know, you're yeah, be marrying it her. It shouldn't be a hard conversation to no. have as two people in love. Because at the end of the day, you both want that pleasure. Mm. And if she's the only one getting it, that's not fair on you. And you yeah, need to communicate need to... that to her. There's also compromise though. So yeah, like, absolutely. If, if you're, like you've said, you're willing to get over the like self-consciousness. Obviously, if you're ticklish, I'm ticklish. I'm like, very ticklish. I'm so ticklish. It's hard as someone who's outside of a relationship to people that we don't know. Like, yeah. we don't know who sent this no, in. So... Yeah. The self-consciousness thing, that is something that you personally need to work on yourself. Don't get me wrong, we all have insecurities. Mm. I'm insecure about a lot of things, but I would never let that stop me. I'm very insecure about my stomach. I don't mind telling people, Mm. but I'm very insecure about my stomach and I get worried when performing the act Mm. that my roles are on show that Mm. like when I'm on top with somebody Mm. like it's gonna be jiggling especially because especially because you're 
not with someone. Do you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, yeah. you're you, like with your ex, like Kevin. Yeah. Like the latest Kevin. Yes. You weren't official, like, so you you've not gained that trust with each other. Absolutely. But he never failed to mention that I looked beautiful. Yeah. And like, for example, with me and my Bruno, we've had some things that we've had to get over. Mm-hmm. Like his insecurities, my, my insecurities, like there's a compromise element to it. Yeah. Yes, you don't like it. But if you're willing to work through it, mm-hmm. 100% do. And, you know, she could even help you get over it. The next story. Mm. I was with Kevin for two and a half years. We had a flat in Sheffield together and a cat who he hated. Oh. And he would also make comments about how my mum and sister were better looking than me all the time. Wait, he made comments about Yeah. That? Pardon? Weird. I don't know how it feels. Carry on. I don't know how it feels. Yeah, feel about that. that's weird. Anyway, my mum became quite poorly and had to have an operation. Around this time, Kevin was planning to move back home as he couldn't afford to live in the flat anymore and I was going to move back in with my mum. Wait, so he'd made the decision to move out? Yes, but they were going to stay together because they couldn't afford to live in the flat anymore. Right, that's fair. Okay. Yep. The day he planned to move back home was the day after my mum got out of hospital after the operation Mm. and he decided to break up with me (gasps) And just leave me in our flat, alone and broken. Oh my god! Pick your moment. Yeah, what the fuck? Fucking rude. What? The next day I went to my mum's and this was during Covid times. I was sat crying my eyes out in my mum's garden and all I wanted was for my mum to hold me. But because of Covid, I couldn't. And we had to sit in the garden two metres apart. It was awful. Oh, that's so horrible. There's more. Now, this Kevin was a uni student during COVID, so he was home all the time, Mm. and I was working full time, and sometimes I would be out for more than 12 hours a day. A few weeks after we broke up, he sent me a long message telling me everything I did wrong in the relationship, saying I didn't clean the house enough. I did a deep clean every Wednesday and 90% of the washing and was always cleaning the house while he did fuck all. He also blamed me because he started feeling depressed, but never did anything to help himself. So he blamed her for the relationship breaking down because he was depressed. Well, sounds like a fucking narcissist. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. A few months later, I met Bruno. (gasps) We have been together now for two and a half years and still going very strong. We're about to move into another house together. We still have the cat. (gasps) The kitty cat! And now we have a dog who are both loved. So life does get better. What the fuck though? I know. Sorry. How? Oh, the audacity of men. I know. The audacity. How dare you? I know. Ooh. Oh, that's riled me. I know. That's really upset me. I know. I'm glad you're out of it. Yeah. I'm glad you're happy with your your kitty cat and your poochie. And your Bruno. And your Bruno. (laughs) Slay. Slay. 
our next and final story is from Eloise. Eloise, hello. And this one is titled The Murder Scene. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, peep my hair clip, by the way. Ghost face. Ghost face. She's a ghost face girly. Slay. So, I was in my second year of uni, still living in uni accommodation, happily in my hoe phase, inviting people round and doing the act. Anyway, I matched with this guy on Tinder who we shall call Bruno. Hiya, Bruno. Hi, Bruno. Hiya. We were chatting away and he said he wanted to meet me. He had to travel from somewhere to Manchester. Can't remember where from, but he was willing to do the travel and I told him he could stay the night. (gasps) Clearly, I was delusional saying he could stay on the first meet. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't advise that, but... I've done it. It's fine. Bruno walked from the train station to my accommodation and I met up with him. Thankfully, he was who he said he was. We just stayed in my room watching crap on Netflix, then got ready for bed. Once in bed, that's when things got a little naughty, naughty, wink, wink. So, me and Bruno started kissing and he told me to get on top of him. In my head, I was like, where's the foreplay though? Yeah. Mm. I ignored that thought and just did as I was told. Submissive girly. Slave. Submissive. I really shouldn't have ignored that as it turned out to be a huge mistake. Oh dear. Can you see where this is going? Yeah, I think I can. I get on top and then slipped it in. But it didn't as much slip in. Because when I did, he pulled the worst face and I was like, oh no, he's a gross face puller. (laughs) Right. He pushed me off and ran to my ensuite bathroom. Thank fuck I had an ensuite bathroom in this situation. And I was wondering what was happening. I looked down and I had blood coming out of me. Not a lot, but it got onto my white sheet. I panicked thinking I had come on and he'd noticed and was grossed out by it. I shouted to him asking if he was okay. Bruno then said he'll be just a few minutes. I tidied myself up as much as I could without a bathroom and got dressed. He came out of the bathroom and went, I'm sorry, but is there something we can clean your bathroom with? (gasps) I had no idea what I'd walked into, but it looked like a full-on murder scene in my shower. What the fuck had happened? I don't know. Blood was everywhere. I was gobsmacked and wondered what the fuck he had done. Yeah! Turns out, when he had entered me, it was too dry and not open enough... So I literally ended up snapping his banjo. Ah! Oh my god! I've I... never heard that happen before. You've never heard of someone snapping the banjo? No, 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 no. I've heard of them snapping the banjo, but... Didn't... From dry sex. From dry sex. A dry And vagine. also, there being blood attached to it. What, the banjo? When the yeah. banjo snaps, it literally pours out blood. Ah! Oh my god. Learn something new every day. Ah! New new fear unlocked. New fear. This is why 
Four plays Four essential. plays important. And there he was, bless him, trying to clean up the never-ending blood. Oh, my God. Whilst oh, in it's making me feel agony. Oh. Yeah. We cleaned it up and eventually his bleeding stopped, but he was in so much pain. Ugh. I told him we should go to A&E, but he insisted on not going. So I gave him some painkillers and we got back into bed and I was so scared to touch him in case I hurt him again. The next morning, he was still in so much pain but refusing to go to the hospital. We went on a walk around where I live for about two hours. And how he did it, I don't know, as he literally had a torn penis. Oh my god. He left after that and ended up going to the hospital near him. He gave me an update and was told not to do anything and to just let it heal. I felt so fucking bad. He actually wanted to see me again and liked me even after all of that. Oh, wow. But I said I didn't want to and ended it. Fair. Last I know of him, he was in a happy relationship, but fuck knows if poor little Bruno's penis is okay, as I never got to know if it healed fine. But safe to say, I was traumatised about going on top for a good long while after that. Yeah, babe, I would be too. Fucking hell. Oh god. Jeez. Yeah, I didn't I did not know that that, that blood was attached to the banjo snapping. Yeah, so the I can't remember which side it is. I I would have to look at penis to know. But it's like the skin between the tip yeah. and the actual stem of the penis. Yeah. And if that snaps, literally, <laughs> hell breaks it's loose. It's me feel weird. We might have to put yeah. a trigger warning before that for yeah. our male listeners. <laughs> yeah, sorry, male listeners. If you've snapped your banjo... Oh, it's making me feel weird. I, I, ah! I'm really sorry because I can't imagine... I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's not as bad as childbirth, but... Sensitive area. Yeah, very sensitive. Even if, like, you bend it the wrong way, it's, oh, it yeah. sends... Sends them into a war. Shiver. Mm. They were dramatic this week. They were. Business meetings. Business meetings. Belly buttons. Narcissistic Brunos. Narcissistic Brunos. No, he was a Kevin. Narcissistic Narcissistic Kevins and Banjo Brunos. Banjo Brunos. (laughs) Brunos, poor little Banjo. Oh, God. It's time for our housemates. Stories. Housemate stories. Lovely. Thank you. So, Lois. Yes. Are you going to tell us about that time that you travelled down to Oxford for a shag? So, I matched with a guy called Bruno, Bruno. on Letinder. 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 And he was really nice, wasn't he? Yes. He was a nice boy. Yeah. He lived in oxford but was originally from up north yeah he just lived in oxford for work (laughs) and we were chatting for a good three weeks facetiming calling falling asleep on on the the phone phone. i'd wake up the next morning we'd still be on the phone together which was really cute racking up well no i had unlimited calls so (laughs) so we were planning to go to Manchester for bank holiday weekend. Yes, This we was were. August 2021. Yes. And the original plan was that we would drive to Manchester on the Saturday, stay till the Monday, I think it was. I had that Friday free. So I just 
rang him and I was like, what are you doing on Friday? And he was like, well, I'm working Friday and then I'm working Saturday. And I was like, okay, cool. He works from home. Yeah. So I was like, how would you feel if I drove down and stayed the night? And he was like, yeah, like, why not? I drove three hours to Oxford. My car nearly gave out yes, it on did. the way, yeah. which terrified me. I mean, obviously, like, my parents knew I was going. Yeah. Like, he'd spoken to them on the phone. The car drama was not as dramatic. Like, I didn't get a speeding ticket. I didn't get a parking fine this time. <laughs> so, you know, we're looking onto a winner. I get to his place. We don't have sex straight away. Mm. And I was like, oh. Oh, I like this. We watched a film, we ordered food, and then the act. We had sex, I want to say about eight times. Yeah. Because we were getting it in. Mm. I think I woke him up at 4 a.m. <laughs> there was one point we had to change the bed sheets mm. because. I don't want to say it. Don't say it then. <laughs> if you don't want to say it, don't say it. We had to change the bed sheets because I made a mess. Yeah, it was it was great. I then left Saturday morning to drive three hours back up to my hometown to pick me up to pick MGM up to go to, to Manchester. drive to Manchester. We were late, but we still made it. Yeah, we were late. We were supposed to meet our friend. We didn't end up meeting our friend. We ended up spending the entire night with my friend from uni. Yes. And then, yeah, we had we stayed at my godparents and we had like the annual bank holiday like soiree on the Sunday. Emma got obliterated. I'm gonna I always post the do. picture. I'm I always post, do. I've, I looked at the picture the other day. It's hilarious. It's so funny. And then after that meeting... He dropped off. And he was an arsehole. Yeah. He was really, really weird with me. So I just was like, look, this is not going to work. Yeah. I mean, we still follow each other on Instagram. Mm. We don't talk, though. No. No bad blood. All's fine. Yeah, that was my story. Thank you for that. Nothing else to report back on there. Emma Gemma. (laughs) <laughs> Imagery, Imagery. please tell us mm. please divulge divulge about deep dive rag race rag race at my university we had like a bar crawl that happened every single year the university was kind of famous for doing it and it's called rag race it's for a charity And you basically did a pub crawl starting at literally 7am at the Bogner Student Union. And you would then do a bar crawl around Bogner. Okay. This particular year was my second year. I was working it. This particular rag race as well, it also snowed. What? Yep, it snowed. So What time of year is this? March. So it, it snowed. And it never snowed, like Bogner's a, a seaside town. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't normally snow in seaside t- towns. Mm. So the fact that it was snowing and it was sticking was a problem. Yeah. Because I lived in Chichester at this point. I'd bumped into my ex. 
Now, do we remember the story that I told you where I broke up with somebody over the phone and it didn't end well? Yeah. That was this ex. Ah. So I saw him at the bar and he kept trying to come up to me for me to serve him. And I had to turn to my manager at one point and go, look, my ex is is pestering me. He's trying to get my attention. I don't want to speak to him. Can you like take him off? like take him off my hands my manager being the great person that he was he was like yeah sure fine i've got you back by the time we get out he's gone Mm -hmm. by the time i also get out three out of my five housemates had also gone home because of the snow right because it was becoming quite heavy Mm -hmm. and the trains were cancelling between bognor and chichester and we hadn't organized means to stay anywhere else we're partying and chics getting our party on and I text my friends, asking them where they were. And they were like, oh, we've gone back to Emily's house. Come come back with us. And I was like, okay, fine. My two housemates that I was with, along with my three friends from work, two housemates, they were on FaceTime to one of our other housemates. We'll call her Louise. Now, me and Louise, we did not get on. We'd had a big argument. And yeah, it was very turbulent. Like, we, we were not good my housemates on facetime to the to louise and my housemate goes oh mgem say hi to louise turns the phone to me and it's my ex-boyfriend on the phone and i go i'm like stood there in sheets and i look at my other housemate and i'm like what the fuck and she's like she's like oh i need another name she's like emily emily turn 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 it around turn it around turn it around so emily's like shit these two both knew that my ex-boyfriend was shagging my housemate i saw this turned to my friends and i was like i'm going home Mm. and they were like you can't get home and i was like i will fucking work it out i'm then on the phone to my girls i am sobbing Mm. i'm absolutely obliterated and i'm uncontrollably sobbing walking to my friend's house and they they all got really worried me about me at one point because it took me an hour and a half to get to my friend's house who lived 20 minutes away Mm. but i was just walking round and round and round in circles on facetime to my other friend just saying how like i couldn't believe the fact that my housemate had the audacity to be shagging my ex-boyfriend yeah so i then get to my friend's house I'm sobbing on all of them. I then go for a disco nap. I wake up from said disco nap. I ring my mum. Tell my mum. I'm like, mum, Kevin is at my house with Louise. And she is like, you are fucking joking me. And I'm like, no. She was like, that's it. I'm coming down. This woman went, I will come down tomorrow and I will pick you up. And we will go back to your house and we will give her a piece of our mind. Good. And I was like, and my mum has never, ever done that. No. Ever. I tell the girls and they're like, right, let's get you dolled up. Let's go back out for the rest of like Rag Race. Let's do it. It just wasn't fun. Like, yeah. you know, because I couldn't go back to my house mm. because he was there. At like 9am the next morning, mum rings me. I'm outside him. Me and I think we ended up taking a couple of the girls back to Chichester. The snow had like gone by this point, by the way. <laughs> like it just didn't exist. I'm texting my other housemates saying, I am on my way back. He better be gone. Because if he's not, all all hell will break loose. Because Amanda Southworth is coming 
And they were all like, shit. And I was like, yeah, shit. Mm -hmm. So we get home. And he had gone by this point. Mm -hmm. But my housemates, apart from Louise, had also evacuated the house. Understandably. Yeah, so they'd gone. So it was me, my mum, and Louise. (laughs) My mum shouts upstairs, is he here? And Louise went, no, he's gone. She went, good. <laughs> so then she sat down in the in the living room. And I can't really remember the conversation that me and Louise had. All I know is that she had a hickey on her neck. And she was trying to tell me that they didn't have sex. <laughs> the audacity. This then escalated, expanded into a whole thing about the fact that They'd always had feelings for each other. And he basically used me to get to her. And all this bullshit. What? And basically, again, my other housemate was kind of like the scapegoat in the whole situation. She knew everything that was going on. But wasn't telling me to protect me in this situation. We then went for Nando's. And I caught my housemate texting Louise. Babe, what's going on? And she said... Louise has gone home for the weekend, but she's stopping at Kevin's. And I was like, pardon? She basically had gone to meet him in London because he worked in London. They were then going back to where he lived in between her going back up north where she was from. And I went, I'm going to ring her right now and see what she does. And I'm like, look, I just want to like hash out everything that we've had like if you've got anything to tell me tell me now like are you still seeing him and she went no and I went okay you're 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 being 100% honest with me she was like yes I am I was like okay fine have a safe journey home we'll see you when you get back I then ring my Mm ex-boyfriend and I go I just want to talk about what happened at Rag Race, really. Like, how you thought it was really appropriate to sleep with Louise. And he goes, I didn't sleep with her. We didn't sleep with each other. I was like, she had a hickey on her neck, Kevin. I'm not fucking stupid. You had sex with her. And am I right in thinking that you're with her right now? And he was like, uh, uh. I was like, I'm not stupid. I'm sat next to Emily right now. She's told me everything. I know that you're together. And I hear Louise go, shit. And I go, I'm not fucking stupid. If you want to date each other, that's fine. But don't go behind my back. Hang up. She then comes back. She pours her entire heart out to me. Says, I didn't know how to tell you. And I was like, I don't want to hear it. If you'd have just come to me and said, I fancy Kevin. And I think he fancies me too. And I want to get with him. Mm. I would have gone, do you know what? Yeah, that's fine. Because I broke up with him. Mm -hmm. You can do what you want. Yeah. But no, you decided to go behind my back whilst we're living under the same roof. Grow the fuck up. I then said to them, I was like, I don't care what you do. Do what you want, but keep me out of it. And he doesn't come to this house. Mm -hmm. You go see him. But he does not come anywhere near the vicinity of me. Yeah. Because that's not fair. And she was like, yeah, that's fair enough. They date for a week. A singular week. And she goes, we've called it off. We realised that. It, it wasn't working. So you're telling me, you're telling me that you ruined my rag race. You ruined, <laughs> you ruined my it. rag race. So that was my last rag race as well. Fuming. 
So now on to our next and final section of the podcast. Questions to the listener. Questions to the listener. We asked two questions last week. We did. We asked, would you rather spend any occasion, let's take birthday for example, mm-hmm. with your boyfriend slash partner or your girls? Now we all said it does depend on the occasion. Yes. We put partner always, gals always, depends on the occasion. A whopping 80% said Depends on the occasion. Yes. We had 15% say partner always. And then 5% say girls. Which was not what I was expecting. And then the next question we asked was the cringiest pickup line you have received. Oh. So we got some answers. Oh, go on. We got, you look tired. How about you take a seat on my face? <laughs> <laughs> that would work on me did it hurt when you fell from heaven yes sup baby <laughs> take, take me out to dinner. dinner we then had are you a piano because I want to see what sounds you can make are you a haunted house because I'm going to be screaming when I'm inside you oh, okay. that's kind of clever I'm not cringing at these your body has 206 bones you want one more? Yes, I do. Come to me, puppy. Come to puppy. <gasps> You're a nine out of ten. Yeah. Because I'm the one you need. Oh, Riz. Riz. And my personal favourite. Are you a sunset? Because mm. I'd love to watch you go down tonight. Oh! <laughs> Thank you for the responses. They were great. The questions for this week Ooh, are... Hit me. Would you rather, on a date, mm-hmm. go for dinner and drinks or do an activity? Activity all the way. Yes. I See, love an activity date. Mini golf is great because you can actually do mini golf with drinks. Yeah. I'm a dinner and drinks girly. Yeah, I am a dinner and drinks girly. However, first date vibes, yeah. I would prefer an activity. Yeah, I'm the same. Ice breaking vibes. So. And then the other question is long distance relationship. Yeah. How are we feeling about it? Like, do we think they work? Do Would we, would we want to take part in a long distance relationship if we needed to? Long distance relationships. How do we feel? How do we feel? And that is that, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate all of your stories, your questions, and your ears for listening. Yes. And your eyes for watching. Yes. You know what to do. You do. You gotta follow on the Instagram and the TikTok, which is the dot ho phase podcast. The Twitter is the ho phase pod the email is podcast.thehofaze at gmail.com yes it is slay i got them right she did again don't forget to slay that day away and try not cry shake that ass have sex on a wednesday up against a tree
Don't snap your banjo. Yeah, don't do that. And go for a business meeting every now and then. Oh, yeah, go for a business meeting. You book meeting. that business meeting. Is it for business or pleasure? Bit Both. Both. <laughs> Paint a picture. We've done a lot of that this week. Yeah. It's a good day. This kitchen is for dancing. Lots of love to our ex-hoes. Our ex-hoes. Ex, ex-o-ex-o-ex-o. Gossip girl. Love you, bye. Love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Love you.